I am so glad you could join us. I'm your host, Mo Gaudat. This podcast is nothing more than a conversation between two good friends sharing inspiring life stories and perhaps some nuggets of wisdom along the way. This is your invitation to slow down with us. Welcome to Slow Mo. This episode is part of the silver lining theme in which I will try to explore some of the bright side of the COVID-19 crisis with some of my wisest friends. My guest today is Sandra Teschner. Sandra is a dear friend. We met in Miami in 2019 in the World Happiness Summit. She's an author, a speaker, an experienced creator, and a publisher who lives in Sao Paulo in Brazil. Sandra works with the children amputees who have lost parts of their body to not only help them find a better way to go through life, but also to help them find happiness and self-esteem and the ability to engage in society and feel no different than others. Sandra, I cannot thank you enough for spending the time. It's been a while. I want to talk to you a lot about what you do, but I want to start first by asking you about Brazil and how, how is it going on with COVID-19 and the current situation. Brazilian people are always happy. Are you still happy? Yes, I'm still happy. And daily, tell about it in lives, in all the places I have, and I have day by day more possibility to talk to people. And I get every good invitation to talk with my Brazilian people about it. I'm still happy because I can see that we are able to do a lot of practical things. And I have the feeling the people are together in it. So on the other side, it's normal, like in other world, they are afraid, they don't know a lot of things. But I have the feeling here in Brazil, what makes the people uh, most have better feelings it's about uh, how it's going to be in the economy. I think they don't have so much, uh, how can I say, are not so afraid just from the virus because we used to have a lot of different virus, you know. <laughs> Last year we had dengue, we have Zika, we have so much things. <laughs> we used to have so many crazy things in this country. Hold on. This is a very interesting start for the conversation. So one way of being happy is to have a lot of bad things in life. Is that what you just said? Yes, but I learned a lot from you, okay, Mo? <laughs> I learned a lot from you, I can tell you that. So these things happen. Can I change it? No, I cannot change it. But I can change how to get through it and make the best I can do from all these situations. And now it's not different. So I am hired or I was hired yesterday from a big airplane company, perhaps the biggest one in Brazil today, because they are hearing me in the podcasts and everywhere say things who are 
absolutely different from them that almost psychologists, therapists are talking about because they have the feeling when a lot of these people, these professionals are talking, they are talking like we are already sick. But it's a lot of people that they are not yet sick really with depression or so anxious that they really decide to hear from a very professional side what to do. And they don't want to hear like, so it's perfect time to learn Danish because there are in internet millions of sites who are giving the possibility to learn very crazy things. I have to agree with you. I think the reality is that, and the reason why, by the way, I'm doing this short series on uh, what I call silver linings is the idea that if you're looking for crazy things to do, and if you're looking for things to make you afraid, and if you're looking for bad news, if you want, there is enough on the internet, there is enough on the news, everyone is talking about it, right? But the truth is, there are also good sides to what's happening. Yes. I mean, I received a picture from a friend today that took a photo of the Himalayas from 300 kilometers away. And for the first time, because pollution around the earth is reducing, you can finally actually see something like that. So what is good that is happening? Are Brazilians using the time in a way that is because of your culture, maybe helping you connect more, helping you find better moments, better experiences? Yes. What is working now in Brazil is, for example, all the singers that we love, you know, we dance a lot, we love oh, all you do. Things. You personally do. I know that <laughs> about you. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> you know me. By the way, this friend here, so I have a friend here, he danced with me as well. So what I see, we have a lot of such kind of concerts free on internet, free. So people are together just with the people who are living with you in the same home. But we are at the same time seeing incredible things that a big part of the population cannot have access for these in the normal life. So one thing that I learned very clearly from you, and I do it, is to explain people, if you wake up and you hear bad news for three minutes, your day, you can forget it. Because, you know, negative side, uh, it's, how can I explain? Our brain makes the crazy thing and the negative side is everywhere. But we can do things in other ways. So I will give you an example. What I have done this this, this week, and it was incredible. And a lot of people say to me after that, Sandra, that's the thing. You had such a nice idea. Example. Very lovely friend of mine had birthday. We live almost together. So she was in my home. And we had party on the internet. A friend of us who is famous sang for her and said, oh, hello, G, it's your birthday. And it was everything incredible. But uh, as a gift, really gift to her birthday, I pick up a lot of different things in my own closet. I said, I bought it in my own closet. And what most important, 
I had an idea and I put a lot of uh, stuff that I had to make some masks. I don't know the word in English. <laughs> yeah, you know, masks, masks is the right word. Yeah. We had it here, everybody, but I also could spend 350 masks for one place here where I live now because I have a, a house also outside from Sao Paulo, big city, and it's where I am now in the countryside. And I spent 350 and said, she sent that. So That's I gave to her the gift that she gave to the hospital. That's 350 wonderful. incredible nice fashion because I took it from my clothes, from new things that I had, and we made it happen. I miss Brazil, Sandra. You guys are the only people in the world that have the ability to find ways to dance and sing in the middle of all of this and to find ways to take your clothes and turn them into masks. I mean, this isn't this what it's all about, but it is really so interesting that when we start to see that side of life, I think the Latin culture in general teaches us to recognize that sometimes things will happen out of our control. And, and when we try to find the silver lining, try to find the positive side, the things that we can enjoy despite the difficult circumstances, we can find happiness a lot more. Yes. I think you're not a stranger to this. And maybe I want to shift gears a little and talk about an experience that you shared with me. So there is a lot of fear you know, in the air today about people dying and how the virus is spreading and so on. And there is a lot of conversation around if this is actually those numbers are bigger than other reasons for death and so on. And, you know, the debate is quite big on all of that. But the question is this. So you came very close to death. Yes. You almost actually died. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how that experience changed your life? Yes. Well, first of all, I say be careful with people who almost, I say truly, who careful with people who has already died and come back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah don't feel safe around people who died already. <laughs> because we know we can survive or we can come back. Yeah. <laughs> and I say it needs a lot more to bring my founded happiness away from me because it's something I can feel in all my body, in all my, in all my soul. It's something I am. So if I have a bad day, I come back and I accept it day by day. If I have one bad day, it's not normal to have a bad day, but when I accept. But the story is like that. I almost drowned or suffocated in my own blood. I had a very big blood hemorrhagia. I don't know the word. Clot, and yeah. it was a kind of a mistake from the doctor because I was already in anesthesia and he didn't expect that I would have it between the anesthesia and the time who I already was with the intubation. So I died and drawed in my own blood, suffocated, and no one really believed that I would come back. And some days after that, I came back. And the first thing is um, I had a very crazy 
EKMs or almost a dead experience. And I saw the lights, I saw people, it was like mental health institution. So there is light, as they say. Light and it's pink color, okay? Pink only for you, Sandra. For me, it was white. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say to me, Sandra, it's very good news. It's really a pink light. I say, oh my dear, my life is so pink. It was pink. <laughs> Perhaps I don't know how you live. Now be careful with your life because my was pink. It's true, actually, that there is a small percentage of people who go through near-death experiences who actually go into darkness. And most people will, talk, will tell the story of seeing a light and being among people that they love and, and feeling that peacefulness and sort of immersive joy, if you want. But only very few people, I think a single-digit percentages, will report that they had either fearful experiences or darkness. But pink? That's the only time I heard it. So, <laughs> Tell me about how, when you came back, what did that mean to you? I came back with one phrase in my head that was so crazy that I asked people to give me a pen and the doctor said, not possible because I was intubation and they couldn't give me a pen. I could hurt myself. But what I wanted to write was, if you can change things in life, please change. If you can, please accept it and be careful to know what is what. And this phrase was so crazy in my, in my heart that the first thing I did when I really was, it was possible to me to write was that. But one thing was very crazy for me. I am someone who is naturally happy. I was all my life happy. And, oh, okay, Brazilian are happy. Okay, if people think Brazilian are happy, so think I am in this scale, uh, someone who the other states, what you pick up, you have some ideas with drugs or something like that. I said, my happiness is like something in my whole body. It's from inside. It's so like something, it's with me. In this moment, it's all I thought about. But and here it's the but. The first thing when I saw, yes, okay, I am here, it's everything okay. People thought about I cannot speak anymore and no, nothing, I feel nothing, it's everything okay. But all I could think about was people, all my problems, and I had a lot of problems at this time, they are here waiting for me. During, I was very busy dying. All this time I was dead. No one did for me what I have to do in life. So in this time, I had big trouble with some clients. I had trouble with so many things. One part of your life, which you say is crazy. Everything is crazy. And I wasn't uh, okay with myself. It was a very, very hard time for me. And I thought, uh, for a couple of minutes, oh, it was such peace there. It was so peacefully with all these crazy people I saw in this moment there. How I came back, and I can tell you one thing. Three months before I lost my father, and I am a daughter father, you know. I am someone who my father is my father, and I love my mom. She's alive. 
but my father and my grandmother, it was everything for me. And they died both three months before both died. So I hadn't seen them there. I didn't know anyone. So if I had seen, I would never come back. I'm, I'm absolutely sure I will not come back to life. But I was here. Are you saying it's your choice to come back? I say it was my choice to come back. I can remember I was like in a, um, a wheelchair. Yes, I was in a wheelchair. And everyone was so peacefully. They are so naturally happy and so in one mood for well-being. And I was a crazy person in one wheelchair looking for who is my people, who are my guys here. I cannot see anyone and what I'm doing here. But it was so nice there. I think it was my choice to come back. And that's the reason I began to learn to read about, uh, oh, that's a science. And this science is science of happiness. How? Science of happiness. I need to understand how someone so happy like me was so miserable. So that I thought, why it was so nice in heaven, why I'm here in this earth again, and I have so much trouble and things to do. And that's, and so begins my life with learn happiness. Now, between this time, that six years, I am now chief happiness officer. I made the course in the University of Florida with Sandro Formica and Wohasso and everything. And I read and read and read a lot of different things. And I understood what was made with me. I had my 50%, perhaps in DNA. The 10% was not so from these circumstances was, but I didn't know how to make choices day by day with intention to make choice day by day to be happy. But the thing is, now I know. So it's not coronavirus. Coronavirus had no chance with me. No, no chance. <laughs> that is a statement that will go down in history. It had no chance with me. I will still be happy whatever happens. I love a lot of what you said here. I actually think it's very relevant to the situation. So we all go through difficult times. We all go through times when things change and we don't know exactly how to deal with them and there are difficult times, but we can choose to be happy. And I think that's really what most people miss. I got stuck in London for the lockdown of the COVID-19 uh, social distancing. And in a simple way, of course, as you can, as you can imagine, in some of the you know, European nations or the US and so on, people will complain about losing their regular lifestyle. Like, you know, I was allowed to go out and see cultural events and I was allowed to go out and attend parties and have dinners and so on. And I now I lose all of that versus the ability to actually recognize that you're alive, that you're okay, that you're, yeah, the economy is not doing that great, but it's, we're all in it together. And since when did the economy ever end. It's going to decline for a while and then eventually it's going to come back. And I think that mindset of choosing to find happiness is something I keep asking people to start thinking about it this way. So happiness for you now is standard. What about those young girls that you work with? How can you expect someone who lost sometimes both arms and both legs in some of the wonderful videos that you sent me? 
what do you do with them and how do you expect them to find happiness? One thing is uh, what we are doing now, be together in this distance. I put a lot of them together here with me and I see like everyone make exercise because I say self-esteem is one thing who brings happiness perhaps from the trust way. I will explain what I think. You begin to trust in yourself. So I work a lot with fashion, with beauty, because of my publishment house. It's something which is my life. So what I do with them, all of us, we have to be nice at home. Please don't send me videos if you aren't who you are. And I begin with them. In the history with them, I ask them who you are, what you like, who you are, what makes you happy. You know, the list from Mogaudat, what makes you happy? You have your list? Okay. What do you have in your list? My family, my mom, you to have um, nice lipsticks, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you, we are going to be that on this time. So we dance. We have so much occupation. I say to them, do you know that this book or these things or this theater, a lot of entertainment who normally is very expensive for them, it's free now. And I try to bring them discipline to these days. So you can, we have to exercise because it's who we are. And if they aren't, I explained long before how important it is to be good with yourself. So I am someone, I run. So they cannot run, but they can do a lot of things without legs, without hands. And sometimes they don't hear and they have such a power to dance because they believe. They believe they can hear. And why they believe they can hear, they can do it in such a powerful way that if you see it, you are happy. It's contagious for a lot of other people. So this power that they have, they feel like they are agent to multiplicate these good feelings. And that's one power that they have and they use it. So I say, if we together make a new video, internet will be crazy with us because the people are home and say, oh, I cannot run. My home is very, a little apartment. So all these girls, they are, I can say like poor. They don't have money. They have small apartments. They have a very hard life. They haven't so much things, but one thing they have, they know who they are. They know the power that they have and they can contagious people to find happiness in life. The first time I have one girl, her name is Jessica. She has the most complicated situation. She lost uh, her skin, 90% from her skin. So she cannot feel if it's warm or cold. It's everything the same for her. She doesn't have legs. She doesn't have arms. She cannot hear. She put day by day lipstick, her hair, 
it's every time nice because we trained it together. You still have a lot of parts of your body. So these parts we have, we will do it nice, like you find nice from other people's. And when you do it, you say, the people who are at home and say, Ay, my hair is not so nice, or I don't have hair, or I don't have this or this. They you shame themselves. So I don't like to say the word shame, but we feel it, you know. Sometimes, even me, if I don't wake up in one mood like normal, so my normal is good, I must think on Jessica. And she made it her way. The first time she said to me, how crazy can it be? I was with old people and they are so sad and said they don't know why they live. They say to me, Godmother, they said, Little Godmother, that's my nickname, Little Godmother. I say to them, give up to give up. Give up to give up. What do you have, people? You can do so much things. What do you have your problem? What don't you like in you? You are alive. It's a pleasure to be alive. So now we have a big trouble. So you have to work together to change the situation. What can we do in this situation? If I can find ways to bring masks or to be part of the community, what can I do? So we have... For example, I took part in one app, and this app is very simple way made because it's everything from volunteer work. And this app make if you need something, you say. If someone needs some, the other say. But this thing can be: we are here and feel alone. Okay, I will make for you a podcast with a very nice voice that you feel good. If they are children and they have some trouble or whatever, I will tell them a nice stories because I can this time choose the time to do a lot of things. All the people say they don't have time. And so much people are very happy to say, not happy because I don't like to use the happy, but they have fun and find like it's cool to say, I don't have time for anything. So, I do one million things and I have time for everything because I choose it. I choose this day by day. So exercise, they have to do. How I can help people? I said one word that's from you. Every time I say, I learned is from Mo, Mo Gauda. Ah, man, too much responsibility. <laughs> You have much responsibility. You said once, I don't know, in one interview, I don't know, you said that given, be, be volunteer, make some things else, be solidaire, is almost egoism because you can help you so much more than you can help others. Yeah. There is no happiness. You will never have more happiness than when you make another person happy. I want to talk about dance dancing and how you found that dancing is a cure even for people a healing even for people who may not have arms and legs may not be able to dance like a normal person how could you come up with that 
how does it work? How does dance change our life? First of all, everybody can dance. Because if Jessica can dance without legs or arms, everybody can dance. We can dance with your feeling. We can dance. I say what I do since I was a little girl. I move myself like that. You spin. Yes. And it wasn't important for me if it's the right way to dance or not. I feel the music because I think we can connect it very well with feelings, with a lot of things that we cannot explain with words if you let the music come in. The thing is, like so much things in life, people want to do it uh, so that no one says, oh, it's not okay, like you are doing, oh, you don't have the thing to do it. Please. I am 52 years old. I danced in Carnival in one very particular car. All the girls there was perhaps the oldest was 20. And I was the first one. And all the television could only see to me. And do you know why? Not because I know exactly what I had to do to be the most beautiful, oh, that all the people look me and say, oh, this is the one. No, but the people wanted to see me because I was happy. It was with my body, with my soul. It's for real. And it's clear. You cannot have be afraid to be disliked or that someone say, oh, it's not so nice like she does. Oh, she cannot dance. This special thing we see fashion now. Who cares? I don't care. And I say to all my girls, we don't care. And we don't care. So important. And if you see that we are a community and you can inspire yourself with people who you see them and say, this person inspired me. And she said to me, I don't care. So for them, I inspire them. They say to everyone, dear, little godmother, can I say your age? I say, please say my age. I love to say my age because I am in the second time. And when I was 50, on the day I was 50, I said, now I have life on the second time in this second time has a very, very important thing to do. It has to be almost at least so good with the first one. But the first 50 years was not like I didn't have the problem. So people, I have died already. I had a lot of problems on the way on my life. Really, my family had a lot of different times with uh, money. Sometimes we had, sometimes we didn't have. It was crazy like for so much people in Brazil. But uh, I was free to be who I am. And I am so grateful for my father, my mom, my grandmother, that they allowed me to be who I am. Sandra... You inspire me, little godmother. I will tell you openly that energy and passion, that happiness is contagious. And I will note some of what you said today because I think this is the message we need to tell people. 
everyone can dance. Even if you don't have arms, if you don't have legs, if you are stuck in a little apartment, if you lost your job, if you are afraid of the future about the coronavirus, if you think the economy will collapse, everyone can dance. And when you dance, this is where your happiness comes from within you. I ask people openly to not wait to die and hopefully come back like you to become the miracle. I think we all know that today is a day that we have and today is a day that we can live. And if we were to do this right, we should probably use this day as a day to dance. You and I know that we can talk for hours and probably will after we switch off this podcast, but people taught me that podcasts shouldn't be long. So we're going to have to end it here. And I am so grateful for your time, so grateful for your inspiration. And thank you. Be good, be safe. Thank you so much for coming, Sandra. I'd like to say one word for the people. When all the things is away, things change and we have the new normal because it's a new life for everyone. And only this feeling is for everyone, is for Mogaud, is for me, is for everyone in all the countries in this world. What I can really promise to you. That's a hard thing to do, but I can promise people who can dance no matter what will be the first who really will have or will be part from this new nice life. So you have the chance now to understand you can dance and why you believe you can dance. You will be more creative, you find solutions, you see with another light and this light is in your this power is in your but if you don't believe that I cannot help <laughs> so yeah there you go words of wisdom from little godmother and for all of you who joined us thank you so much for listening be sure to follow me on social media search for mogaudat slow mo soul for happy or 1 billion happy I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, there is always time to slow down. Until next time, stay happy.